Hello and welcome to Down to Earth, a podcast created by the environmental charity Hubbub. This season is all about fashion, because would you believe it, the fashion industry produces 10% of all carbon emissions and clothing production has roughly doubled since 2000. Alongside that, one garbage truck full of clothes is being burned or dumped in landfill every second. So we want to discover why we're buying so much and how our wardrobes impact the world around us. I'm Sarah Dival and I've been working in the environmental space for seven years, but I've always been a big shopper. I love fashion and I love new clothes, and however much I learn about what the fashion industry is up to, I still find fast fashion a hard habit to break. And I find it really difficult to know how to dress sustainably. I know I'm not alone in that feeling, so I want to bring you with me as we meet the designers, experts and changemakers who unpick why our wardrobes aren't working for us and for the planet. Hello everyone! Welcome back to Down to Earth. Now, this episode is actually the final episode in this series. So firstly, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for being an amazing audience. For our final episode, we've got a very special guest coming on. We wanted to talk about why Hubbub decided to do a sustainable fashion podcast in the first place and also explore a little bit of our own work in this space. And there is no person better to do that than our very own head of fashion, Stephanie Campbell. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hi, Steph. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So you're our first member of Hubbub to actually be on the show, but do you want to introduce yourselves to everyone listening? Yes, um, so I am Stephanie Campbell and I uh, lead on the fashion campaigns and projects that we do at Hubbub. Amazing. Uh, so the reason that we wanted to get you on is to talk a little bit about why we decided to do this this podcast in the first place and also um, why Hubbub is interested in sustainable fashion. So fashion is one of Hubbub's focuses for this year and I wanted to know why it was chosen as that, what's really interesting about fashion for us. It's a really good question, actually. So fashion produces around 10% of global carbon emissions. And that is a huge issue that we need to address. But there doesn't seem to be as much as a focus on it at the moment. And the changes that need to happen aren't happening as quickly as they, as they should be in order to make some positive change. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, not just within the fashion industry itself, but from, I suppose, a mainstream perspective as well. If I think about, you know, the idea of sustainable fashion or um, the impact that fashion has on the environment, it's probably something that's not necessarily on a lot of people's radar. So if I think about myself, when I started working in the environmental sector, I really love clothes, love fashion. I had no idea that there was such an issue or that the way that fashion um, clothes are, are made has such an impact on the environment, a negative impact on the environment. And while over the years, the conversation has grown a little bit more and maybe, you know, there's a more broader kind of uh, um, debate around it, um, there still is a sense that it's probably not as familiar to people in the same way that maybe like the concern around making sure that people recycle or reducing food waste or plastic pollution is. So there is um, a lot of work, I think, that needs to be done to help 
everybody really get an idea as to why um, we need to kind of change our behavior when it comes to to fashion. Um, I think we live in an age where it's like so easy to have so much access to so many clothes, um, so many different lines coming out, so many different trends coming out weekly, monthly, um, changing all the time. It's like kind of like mass production and so many choices so that it almost kind of makes you feel, gives the impression that clothing isn't particularly valuable, that it can be easily replaced. And that's just not the case. We know that so many of our limited resources are pumped into creating all of those new items of clothing that are popping up as we speak um, each day, each week. It kind of gives the sense that uh, clothing is disposable and we don't want that. We want people to, everyone really to understand that clothing is really valuable. It should be made to last for a really long time. You should get as much wear out of it as possible. And I suppose from our perspective, Hubbub's perspective, we want to A, raise some awareness, get people thinking about fashion and be more responsible with fashion and also helping them to make some really positive and easy everyday actions that can have that really helpful change. That's really interesting. And what we've been, actually what we've been speaking about a lot on this podcast is the disconnect between clothing and the environment. Like you say, people thinking about they might be thinking about recycling, they might be thinking about the food they eat. You know, there's a really clear correlation between driving a car in the environment or turning on your heating in the environment, which I think are things that people understand more organically than thinking about your pair of jeans that you don't really know where it's come from, how it's been made, why it's related to the environment. Um, I think there is like a big education piece and like awareness raising piece. So could to you do. tell us about some of the work that Hubbub has undertaken in the sustainable fashion space? I mean, we've always had an eye on fashion and an eye for fashion. We and we've done some really uh, inventive campaigns in in the past. One of them I can think of is uh, Bright Friday, which is a alternative to kind of like the the Black Friday frenzy that we all get whipped up into every year. And we really want to find a way to help people feel good about clothing and fashion but also protect the planet as well and not rush out and buy loads of things that they didn't think they needed in the first place so as part of that campaign we ran some um, repair workshops and some clothes swaps and some personal styling sessions and really um, wanted to encourage people to have fun with the fashion that they already have and think of new ways in which they can create new memories and and have fun times with them um, so that was something that was really interesting, really good to to see. I remember that campaign. And I think what was really interesting is that our polling revealed, I think it was like half of young people had said that Black Friday encouraged them to buy things that they don't really need. And 41% felt the need to wear a different outfit every time that they go out. Um, and I really love that project. And I love that polling because I think um, it was trying to get people to recognise the pressure that advertising puts them under um, and then give them other ways to get this fix that comes from buying new. Um, can you tell me about a few other projects? We also ran a campaign called What's in My Wash, which looked at raising awareness around microfibers, plastic um, fibre pollution. Um, so basically when you are, when we're all washing our clothes with its synthetic clothing, so like nylon or, or polyester, then little bits of plastic will come out in, in the wash and then 
unfortunately that ends up getting into our water streams and oceans and causing pollution. So that's, you know, that's a really kind of tricky subject to kind of tackle, especially when people might not necessarily know like that is even happening. But we did a great job of raising some really good awareness around that and I think doing a really giant uh, washing machine um, pop-up in Old Street Station as well, which is a really great way to grab people's attention and passers-by. Yeah, that project is a great example of what I think it is that we're trying to do at Hubbub, which is to break down really complex topics and make it clear why they're relevant for people. And to cut jargon, I think something like microfibers, especially in that time, is that it was very scientific. And I don't think that it resonated with a lot of people or they didn't know the difference they could make at home, which can be enormous if you wash your clothes differently or less or get a filter. I mean, that's kind of our way of trying to really meet people where they're at and get them to start to think about the issues that are, are happening. We can talk about things in a, in a, in a fun way, in an engaging way um, to get people on board and, and understanding what changes they, they can make. So that leads me on to nicely, what is next? What is Hubbub looking at doing over the next year? What kind of projects are we involved in? But also what aspects of sustainable fashion do we think are really important to tackle and that we have a, a, a role in tackling? In terms of what we're doing coming up and, and next, um, one of the key areas for us is durability, clothing durability, like looking at clothing and how long it can last for. And um, we've been doing some work around uh, the factors, what, you know, what makes an item of clothing last for as long as it can? What, you know, makes an item of clothing kind of get worn out quicker than uh, another item in your wardrobe? And what is it that we can do when we have clothes that we own to make sure that they stay in as good use for as long as possible? So we've done some research around that. We're also looking at, um, we're working on a, on a campaign that um, encourages people to fall back in love with the clothes that they already have. So a lot of time, you know, and I'm guilty of this as well, instantly thinking, I don't have anything to wear or I can't find that item of clothing that I thought I had, but maybe I don't. Did I, is it still there? Is it hidden in the back of my wardrobe? You know, sometimes you just, you, you, it's difficult sometimes to have an idea or understanding of how many clothes you actually have in your wardrobe. Um, and easy sometimes to think that you don't have that many clothes. Um, but we really want to encourage people to start thinking about their wardrobe, like getting back in touch with the clothes that they have and build re uh, reestablishing their relationship, reconnecting with the clothes that they have and also encouraging them to, before starting to think about, oh, I've got somewhere to go or something to do, I need to rush out and buy something new, 
maybe thinking about, oh, maybe I should have a look in my wardrobe first. Maybe I should shop in my own wardrobe. And also thinking about if you, for whatever reason, come to a point whereby a jumper that you've got or a pair of trousers that you've got no longer works for you for whatever reason, there's still a way in which that item of clothing is still valuable, can be passed on to someone else, can be donated, can be recycled. There's a million different options. And it's important to encourage people to to kind of think in, in, in that way. And do you think that's the direction that the industry is heading in? I know the rental market is set to boom and resale is up by a huge amount, but we're still consuming a huge amount of fast fashion globally. Um, and so I'm wondering what you think might move the needle. I've been keeping an eye on extended producer responsibility, which is a policy where producers are responsible for what happens to their products at the end of their lives. Um, I know it's just been tried in California and I'm watching that with a lot of interest, but do you think that a policy like that or other changes could happen industry-wide? Yes, I do. Um, but I would say that it still feels like a long way off. It still feels like it will take a lot of time and um, effort. It's going to be a, a long uh, a long journey to, to get there. Um, and um, we need to uh, be able to make as many changes as possible um, as quickly as possible. And so I think there is obviously absolutely a place for um, EPR and um, change needs to kind of come from the top um, in terms of um, legislation being put in place to help to make sure that the structure, the actual industry for fashion is um, working towards um, being more responsible. But then I think also within that you have your everyday people like you and I that can A, make some really simple changes like, you know, buying secondhand or repairing clothing or, um, you know, get, getting more wear out of their own wardrobes first before buying something new. A lot of change, yeah, does come from the top down, but also from the bottom up as well. So that's something that I think everyone should be, be encouraged to remember that we can, you know, we can make those changes ourselves or we can push with those changes too. Um, and I would like to think, well, not like to think, I know that for us and, and our role, it's about um, not badgering people or making people feel um, like it's all on them to make change, but just kind of showcasing like the really simple, easy things that you can do that, you know, don't necessarily have make a massive impact on your day-to-day -day, day -day life, but actually in the long term make a really incredible positive impact on protecting the planet and helping the environment. And that brings us nicely to our last question. So uh, there are lots of simple, easy things people can do at home, but is there one thing that you could recommend to the people listening uh, of a way that they could change their habits to be uh, to make their wardrobe more sustainable? Ooh. Well, I think the, the one thing that you could do, which is super, super easy, and I've mentioned it already, is to just wear what you already have. <laughs> Like get get more familiar with your with your clothes and with your wardrobe, and you know like try things on, um, mix things up, um, swap with your friends and family if you want to have a bit of a change. Like there's so many interesting and creative ways in which you can 
um, be more responsible with your clothing. And it doesn't really require a lot of reading up or intense knowledge. It's really simple, easy, fun things that you can do. Uh, so yeah, my I think my recommendation would be to like play around with the clothes that you've got, um, get more familiar with them and, and start wearing them more. Amazing. I'm going to go and do that right now. I need to go and I'm going on holiday next week. So I'm going to go and look through my wardrobe and find something I already have rather than going out and buying something new. You've inspired to me. Um, thank you so much for coming to talk to us. This is the very last episode of this season of the podcast. So we appreciate you coming on and telling us all about what's coming up for Hubbub in fashion. And I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you all so much for listening to my conversation with Steph. And thank you for listening to the whole series, as well as to all the amazing guests that we've had on for sharing their insights about how to create a more sustainable fashion industry. If you haven't caught up on all of the episodes, you can get them wherever you normally listen to your podcast. I'd really recommend going and listening to the Shadow Mag episode if you want some recommendations on books and where to start learning about sustainable fashion. Um, I'd also really recommend the Michaela Loach episode. It was our very first one. She's talking about her new book, It's Not That Radical, and it's an amazing conversation, as is the one that we had with Dr. Mila Berkakova about emotional durability. If you haven't listened to that one, I would recommend that you go and check it out. If this series has inspired you to think about your wardrobe differently, then jump onto the Hubbub website. We've got loads of tips for how you can choose clothes that you think are going to be really durable, how you can look after the clothes that you already have, and how to make the most of what's already in your wardrobe. If you have any questions for us or any tips on what you want to hear about in the next series, then you can email us at hellohubbub.org.uk. Thanks so much again for listening, and we'll see you next time.